Hi and welcome to episode 32 of the Gridiron Europe podcast. My name is Andre, and with me as always, my co-host aside. What's up, man? Hey, man. And with us today, on today's recap episode, we have defensive back for the Easter Rockets, Philip Ilma. <clears throat> welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. Thank, thank you for bringing me here. Um, yes. Tell us a little bit, a little bit about yourself, man. Yeah, I play. I play DB for Easter Rockets right now, senior team. Uh, I played a little bit everything, but I played for 14, 13 years, I think, 13 years or something like that. So I would call me a veteran, but uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I have played I have, for little different teams, but <clears throat> I have yeah, the but... weird relationship with Philip. He has been. I played against him. I played with him, and he coached me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, mine's not m- much different. I've also <laughs> played ag- played against him, played with him, and I coached with him. So, have <laughs> you coached against him? No, I'm not sure. Have I coached against you, Philip? Mm, maybe, maybe. I think, yeah, maybe you and your brother, maybe. <laughs> anyway, on uh, today's episode, we will take a bit of a tour of Europe. The Spanish playoffs have begun. They had their semifinals on Saturday, May 7th. We're going to talk a bit about those. Then we'll check in on the games from Italy and Austria. We will then move to Schwäbisch Hall and talk a bit about how the Unicorns versus Black Knights CEFL game went. Then we'll move back to Sweden. We had one game in the Super Series between the Mean Machines and the Crusaders. And at the end, we'll discuss a full slate of games from Swedish Division One. How does that sound, guys? Let's get it. Sounds amazing. Let's okay. start with the Spanish playoffs. Yeah, so let's start in Spain. We had two games. At the same time, I was trying to check in a bit from both both games, check in on both of them as they were going on. But I was also getting on a train and riding a train as this was happening. So a lot, a lot going on at the same time. But uh, we had a game between the Barbera rookies and the Las Rosas Black Demons. And the Black Demons, they came out on top. 37 to 14, so a pretty convincing victory at the end. But this was a pretty close game from what I could see. It was a bit back and forth. I think the rookies had the lead at one point early, but the Black Demons, they uh, pulled away towards the end. I did not watch any of that game. (laughs) The uniforms were playing. I had to watch that game instead. (laughs) But that means that the uh, Las Rosas Black Demons do advance to the championship game in Spain. And in the other matchup, the Rivas Osos beat the Badalona Drax 39-7. to And I'm going to say that this, this looked like a much more lopsided game because Rivas Osos, they had a 27-0 to zero lead at the half. And I think I checked out of the game at that point because they were dominating the Drex. They, the Drex didn't really have, have much of a fight in them. 
I think Rivas also has an import running back. I'm unsure if he's an import or a local. He's a really massive guy. I don't think they could stop him. <laughs> or anybody in the division could. <laughs> for that matter. But this sets up a final matchup between Rivas Osos and the Black Demons. And this will be the third time they play this season. And, uh, well, Rivas Osos, they won both of the previous games. They are undefeated going into this game. So a huge favorite should be Rivas Osos in the final. But you never know in football. But I think everybody knows. I mean, the Black Demons, they're, they're a good team, but... They lost both times to the same team. Yeah, it, it, it's Third time tough. the charm? It, I mean, it's tough. There's a, there's a common saying I know about in, in the NFL where they say, oh, it's tough to beat a team three times. But isn't it tougher to beat a team that you have gotten beat by twice already? I don't know. Are they saving themselves to the most important game? <laughs> like they lost both on purpose just to <laughs> make it more dramatic in the finals? I, I I don't think that's a strategy that any team would try. No. <clears throat> but shall we move over to Austria? Sure. The most were... eye-catching game is the Raiders against the Dragons. So there were three games on Saturday. Uh, the Danube Dragons absolutely beat the living crap out of the Raiders. 42 to nothing. That, that does not look pretty. I did not see any of that game, but wow. Did the Raiders even show up? Like, damn. I don't know. Poor, poor team. Imagine being the defending champions and having the trophy in their locker room. Just after every week game, they look at it and say, yes, it's gone by this year. <laughs> it's but, gone. But they'll be gunning for uh, an ELF trophy uh, this season instead. So I, I think the organization uh, as a whole, they're pretty pleased with that, I would, I would guess. Yeah, for sure. The the Vikings lost. Yeah, the Vikings uh, suffered their this the Vikings suffered their first loss of the season. It was a high scoring affair against the Telfs Patriots with uh, the Swedish connection. They have a few Swedish players with the Patriots, and the Patriots they won forty nine to forty two. And this and this puts the Telfs Patriots. Or it gets them to three and one, and they are now tied with the aforementioned Vienna Vikings. Both of those teams are now three and one. The Vikings with their first loss of the season to the Patriots. The next game you watched it, right? Or you just watched? I watched parts of the next of the next game here. The Gros Giants faced off against the Zenoimo Knights, and I must say that. The Gros Giants, they might be the unluckiest team I have ever seen. <laughs> so a few weeks ago, we talked about a game where, where they had a game won, but there was a penalty and the opposing team made the kick on the second try after getting moved up. 
and they lost it on and the Giants lost that game on a on a field goal as time was running out. Well, it was kind of similar this time, but it was the Gros Giants trailing. Uh, I think they were actually down uh, 28 to 19. They got one touchdown, hit the extra point, moved to 26-28. And the next time they get they had the ball, they move into what I assumed was field goal range. Uh, I remember them hitting a pretty short pass, getting out of bounds. That play starting with 10 seconds left, and there's like three, four, or five seconds le- left after the guy gets out of bounds. They set up their field goal unit, and the opposing team calls a timeout. So a bit of trying to ice the kicker kind of thing going on, but he never actually kicked it. They come out again, and they missed the field goal and the Knights win. Didn't they fumble the snap or something? Oh, yeah, right. The snap, they didn't miss the kick. The snap went over the holder's head. So the kicker didn't even the kicker didn't even get a chance to win them the game. It's a new thing. You don't ice the kicker. You ask the center. <laughs> Icing the long snapper. Yes. The Imagine new having one job, like NFL long snappers. You have truly one job in your career, and if you mess up, you're gone. <laughs> But that that actually gets the Knights their first win. So they're one and three now. Finally got a win. And the Gros Giants, despite being in all these super close games and still having a positive point differential, they now sit at one and three as well after three consecutive losses. Shit. I mean, the, 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 their margins of error, error it's, it's so small, and they keep losing incredibly close games. At some point, the, their luck has to turn. Listen, I said it before when the same thing happened to the Morcia Cobras. I rather lose big than by two points every week. <laughs> For sure. And another game that was a two-point victory was the Modling Rangers beating the Salzburg Ducks. Also a final score of 28 to 26. And finally, the Prague Black Panthers, they keep the train rolling. They beat the Steel Sharks 38 to 7 and the Black Panthers remain undefeated 4 and 0. So it's right now a battle uh, between the Black Panthers and the Danube Dragons for first place with the two undefeated teams being 4 and 0 and 5 and 0 respectively. Yeah, the Austrian league looks amazing besides like is it actually that good anymore because the both both top teams are gone. Some teams stepped up. I, I think the the Raiders and the Vikings taking a step back has made it a lot more exciting because on any given week, you don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's like if Orobru came down to Division One and did not want to go up. It wouldn't be fun anymore. Like we know everybody's playing for second place. But quite the opposite is happening in Austria, where uh, the the good Raiders and Vikings teams are now the ELF franchises, while the teams playing in this league are still mostly competitive. Well, except for the Raiders this week, maybe. But they're not better than everyone else, and that makes for a very exciting series. 
Yeah, for sure. Should we go over to our favorite league of all time? All right. In in Italy, there was two two games, and as we predicted, they were both blowouts. <laughs> The sure. uh, the seamen beat <laughs> Modena forty four to fifteen. So yeah, not very close. Not that terrible of a score, actually. No, but uh, they put Modena. Come on. In, in, in theory, Modena were supposed to be a really good team because they were sitting at three and one going into the game, and they didn't actually give them much of a fight. And then the Parma Panthers, they blew the doors off of uh, the bottom-ranked uh, Rhinos by beating them 45-0. to zero. Yeah. They they showed up. No. Listen, it's the worst team in the league. Like, why, why are you even sending your full roster there? <laughs> but in... Uh... In some more uh, exciting uh, lopsided action, we had in the CFL Championship, the Schwäbisch Hall Unicorns beating the Earl Blue Black Knights by a score of 58-7. to Listen, that game, I think you guys both watched it, right? Yep, I watched it. I saw, I, saw, I saw a few parts of it, but I didn't watch it in its entirety. I know I talked a lot of trash, but like inside, really, like in my heart, I was rooting for Urbru. Because if they win, it's history. Like Sweden yeah. is on the map. But they, like in the first quarter, looked bright. <clears throat> when I texted you, Andre, it was 77. Mm. And Urbru had their second turnover. I'm like, this, this one is for Sweden. Then they scored 51 unanswered points. <laughs> I mean, it it was I mean, a rough day. I mean, the unicorns—they they're just too much for a team like uh, the Black Knights to handle. I mean, uh, oh, well, they showed up. They did yeah. their very best. They scored a touchdown. I, I think they got a few stops. They held them held them to a few field goals, but like they had two turnovers. <clears throat> But it's it's too tough of a task to try to ask Elbrou to actually beat a team like the Unicorns. They had a uh, lot of guys both like playing both ways for some reason. I don't think they traveled full squad. No. It's, uh, it's over a 20-hour trip. I've, I heard something about 36 players. Uh, uh, yeah, 36. 36 how, players. How, are, how many uh, are they usually? Knights. I don't know, actually. I don't know. But it's it sounded like it it sounds wrong because I heard I've heard that they have too many players for the roster in Sweden, so I don't know. They have yeah. Division One. Mostly. Yeah, I I, I, I think they have more than fifty. What is it, fifty four in Sweden maximum? I'm not sure what the maximum is, but on, on game days it's what forty six or forty eight yeah yeah something like that i i have i have heard they have too many players uh, that that's a little little bit why we have a farmers agreement ah. <clears throat> but uh, we need to discuss that more later yeah we take it later. but that <laughs> game like i was hoping because the first quarter gave me so much hope then one pick six later <clears throat> it was all <clears throat> over yeah 
I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I, <clears throat> I feel like I feel like like you say, unicorns were too much, but I think from from the start to finish, like the end of the uh, uh, fourth fourth quarter, I think Black Knights they they played their fucking hearts out. Uh, they played really really hard and good football. Yeah, listen, if we played the unicorns, it would have been one hundred to. I yeah. don't think we put up a seven. I, I didn't see I didn't see uh, yeah I didn't see any Black Knight player like giving up or anything like that. Uh, if you ask me, uh, especially on defense, I thought they played really hard. And, yeah, but we, unicorns were too much. Like, how big is the Oruburu roster? They never seen that many fans. The, no, the stadium was packed. <clears throat> yeah, I saw it. It was crazy. And it's a big game. <clears throat> like it, it's usual for. The unicorns, it's something new for Urubru. Yeah. The receivers, like, in, like they made some plays, then they, they dropped a lot of balls, mm. got some balls, dropped some balls. It was rough. The poor quarterback <clears throat> ran for his life. Yeah, I, I, I saw a few times the unicorns, they were rushing three or four, and it was just major leakage all over the place. Like They ran the time package the whole second <clears throat> quarter almost. Yes. Like, yeah, their defensive line was just bullying Elbrou up front, mm. and that is not a recipe for success. Don't mind you, Orobru has a really good offensive lineman. Yeah, they do. <clears throat> You've trained with those guys, right? Uh, no, we haven't trained with them. But I, we, we had we had some uh, practice days we could have gone up to, but I didn't. I some of the players didn't use but I didn't. We had oh yeah we had some some down in uh, Skilp when we had a little practice inside yes uh, yeah we had they're they're big uh, I think three or four was there after old line. Hmm. How big is their big. quarterback in real life? Ah, <laughs> uh, he's big. He's tall. He's really tall. He's like uh, Matthias, uh, you know, in Easter, like something like that. He looks really tall. I don't really know how tall he is, but I mean, he must be close to two meters or something. He looks huge. <clears throat> yeah, he, he is huge. <clears throat> he looks. Uh, he's uh, super comfortable. Uh, uh, it's like when we when when we have practice, he was down. He like super shield and super like. He he knows what he can do and how how good he is. Like he he was. It was nice to see him practice. He's actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but that game was. Something for the history books. Yeah. And the yeah. result, well, it means that the unicorns they advanced to the semi-final of the CEFL championship, where they do not have their opponent yet, because the rest of the games in this round will be played this upcoming Saturday on May 14th. Yes. The next game this weekend was the Stockholm Meme Machines against the Colsta Crusaders. Did anyone did anybody of you guys watch it? Nope, I missed it. Stockholm charges more money than the Super Bowl cost for every game. I'm not paying that much to watch some random Swedish team. Yeah, I think that, I think this is kind of similar to the the conversation we had a few weeks ago about Italy and all their all their games being streamed uh, on a platform on a pay for platform but this is just one team asking us to pay 
quite a bit to watch one game. And I mean, there were tons of games going on this weekend, especially that Saturday. Like I was flip-flopping between a bunch of exciting games and uh, paying to watch uh, Stockholm against Kolsta was not really an option when you have tons of free streams elsewhere. That's why I love Spain. Spain, every team has its own YouTube page and its own stream. I, I think they even have like uh, the Spanish Federation uh, streaming most of the, those games as well. Shout out to Spain, man. But Stockholm did win. They beat Kolstad 37 to 35. So a really close, exciting game. And Stockholm, they stay undefeated. They're sitting at 3-0 and and on top of the table in the, Super, in the Swedish Super Series. The rest of the teams are one and two. I don't know uh, about the Super Series. I like this year. It's fun. It's not, it's not one team dominating everything. It's no, really it's fun. actually competitive this year. Like yeah. Every team yeah. beats each other. <clears throat> I know when I was younger, when the Costa Crusaders <laughs> were the dominant team, it was like you were rooting for some other team, but Costa just rolled over everybody. <laughs> I, I don't know how many years ago it is now, but they won like what five in a row or something. I think more seven or yeah. something. I yeah. it, was, it was crazy. I, I I remember we watching me and my family watching the finals, but Costa used to roll over everybody. Just... But hey, what what w- one of the highlights of the Predators stay in the Super Series was actually getting a win against the uh, the champion Kolstad at home in 2013 in the in the opening se- season for them in the Super Series. That was my question that was, was huge. how. My question is how like you did they play. come with no players? <laughs> I mean that was a, that was a pretty good Predators team though. They, yeah, they went yeah. six, 6 and 4 <laughs> and it was a very competitive Super Series. I think I think that calls the team came third in the final standings, but then they just won the playoff game. It's like they got hot in the playoffs. In all of the highlights, I just see one random huge running back. He like he looks bigger than everybody. Then he runs. Yeah, calls us uh, import the running back. Yeah, he was impressive. If it if it, is, is it that you talk about the guy? Yeah, I think he's an American. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was amazing to watch <clears throat> fun he looks ma- he looks also massive yeah he was big but yeah i don't i don't think we have much else to uh, say uh, for the super series game so let's move to uh, the series not 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 the one we play in but the same uh, division let's go to division 1 north <clears throat> let's start with uh, Kolskuga made us eat our words there, Andre. <laughs> oh, they won. <laughs> they yeah, kicked we, Uppsala's ass. <laughs> we we did not know what to expect from Kolskuga, but they rolled into Uppsala, ready to go, and they just rolled. 39 to nothing. I, di- I didn't see very much of this game, but I checked in a, a few times, and it just looks like... I mean, the, the Uppsala quarterback, he kept... <clears throat> He kept trying to get them into the game, but his receivers, his O-line, they just weren't helping him all that much. And Koskiuga, they just looked like the bigger, more physical, uh, and overall better team. Like, What is Koskiuga's strength? I mean, 
for, we we played them last year, even though it was uh, nine uh, football. I mean, I they they were big and hard. They played like old school South football, you know, the Ekby Gray stuff. It was just pounding, pounding till you give up. They were, they were super hard. Uh, big big O line, big running back, uh, full back and stuff. They I don't know how they played this year, but they played pounding oh. football. It I mean it, it, High formation, I, dive right, dive left. Yeah, you felt you felt it the day after. But but yeah, I actually saw them uh, come out in a uh, spread type of an offense. But I think they still ran the ball a lot from uh, their spread formation. <clears throat> yeah, they have they have one good receiver. They tried to pass much when we played them. Uh, I don't know his name or number, but he was kind of long and good. Wide out, I, I think. <clears throat> no, I haven't played Kolskuga ever in my life. I think I think I've only played uh, a Kolskuga team once, and it was when I played U19. Not yeah. sure how many people from that team are still on their roster, but I know I know at least one, at least one of the players on that U19 team is on. <clears throat> I I mentioned him last time, Andreas Wodein. He plays running back. Mm. Uh, but other than that, I'm. Not sure if anyone else I played against is on that team or not. That was six years ago, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever played against the Koskuga team, Philip? Me? Yeah, you did. You did yeah. Last, yeah, last year. Last year. Last year. Yeah, besides last year. <clears throat> no, no, no. That was the first time. Excuse question. How is how do you compare Division One to Division Two? I mean, I mean, it's more chaotic in Division Two. I mean, it was just boring playing nine football, nine people instead of 11. It was a little weird. But, I mean, we were pretty few people that year. We was like, I think when we started the season, we were 12 people. So it was it was not the optimal for us. But it's, it's much faster. I mean, we played uh, Halmstad and Jönköping. Uh, so... <clears throat> Jönköping gave us the fight, but other than that, we, we didn't really have any problems. But it's actually amazing that they let that division play seven-man or nine-man football. Because mm. before, they had to play 11. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, no, I, I we, we don't start to talk about that, but I feel like the organization don't really try to make the football big. It's just try to make the super series work before before this now with the Div- division two and stuff but i i actually think uh the idea behind allowing <clears throat> division two teams play eight uh, seven or nine is that it it becomes a bit more accessible overall and yep. more teams <clears throat> have a shot at participating i don't know if it's had the the desired effect because there just aren't all that many teams in Sweden at the moment, but I, I, more more teams should be able to give it a try. Because like you can round up round up ten or fifteen people, form a club, and you can get through a season. Yeah, in yeah. Division two, it's enough with ten if you play seven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, how do you even play seven? Like three offensive linemen. Uh, yeah. Quarterback. Mm, and two, uh, two receivers and. Uh... 
running thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you can play something like that. So yeah, it, it, I think a lot more, a lot more clubs should be able to should be able to have teams yeah. just because of the the low threshold to be able to play. Like yeah. you can gather a, a group of buddies of like five or six people, and you have half half a roster. Like yeah. You have your starting offense right there. Yeah, and I, I I'm really happy about them starting the division two finally. I've been waiting for this for like ten years or something to to get the division two because all that we have like I think we have eight or nine uh, football teams in South, not active, but we have them on paper like that. But like half of them are like division two teams, so they start up and then they play against Ista, Limham, and Kristiansstad. They they eat shit and they stop playing. Like you see, like um, Staffan stop, like 56 players one year, and then 56 uh, uh, before the year ends, they have no players. Like how? Yeah, I mean, the, the, six player leave. There's there's the, no coach can hold them back. Like they they legit had a full roster for every game. Yeah. Or. At the start, what, what was season was that? Was that like 2015 or something? I, I think I played for Kuhnstad, so it's it's a long time ago. Oh, I, I I'm not sure, but they they had a huge roster for mm. a year or two, and then a few years later, no teams, and you're like, wait, what? What the oh, hell just happened? I, I Where mean, did they go? I mean, it's so difficult for a coach to. I mean, I I don't. Uh, they had some good players, but I I don't know. To put everything on the coaches or players or whatever, but I mean, if you lose, I mean, well, I think I think they lost zero fifty plus to like all the teams in Division One. Uh, I mean, it's it's not fun to how how do you coach that? How do you say, oh come on guys, take next game? Next yeah, I mean, game, take them. I mean, you you can easily see that a team doesn't belong in the same division if you yeah. keep losing. By 40, 50 points every game. Like, yeah, like you're, you're not, you're not supposed to be in the same league. Exactly. Like poor Hamsta, like they're yeah. trying to have a team, mm. but they are in Division One, mm. and they keep facing every good team and getting the hairs kicked. Yeah. Like their younger guys don't want to play anymore. Yeah. Exactly. There, I think, I think you were on uh, the Predators team back then, uh, Philip. I think in twenty seventeen. Uh, Hansta, the Hansta Eagles, they came to Kihansta yeah. to play a game, and despite the running clock rules we have, yeah. there's a mercy rule that the clock starts running mm-hmm. when you lead by 35 or more points. Mm. I think we still got that score to like 80 something to zero. Yeah, like, I think it was 89 zero or something like that. It, it was absolutely insane. Like that, yeah. that, that's not supposed to happen. No. It, it was, was crazy. It was crazy. That, that was the same season when Staffan Storp was also there. I mean, and then and then when you see Staffan Storp play Hamstad, I think the Hamstad won with 14, 14, 12 or fourteen something like that. That's that's that's. I mean, that's a good game for that those teams. I mean, that should be division yeah. two, you know. Yeah. They, they lose to us zero zero eighty nine, and then and then they we uh, win over Staffan Storp with fourteen twelve or something like that. That's a good game. That's a fun game for them to play. <clears throat> so, what happened to Eslov? Yeah, I don't know actually. I think this. I think it's the same there. They they play against 
us, the, the Division One teams, it's it's hard to keep like new like uh, most of them were like 30, 25 plus. It's difficult to ask them to like oh play let's play uh, lose like fifty zero every game. I mean, it's it's Why difficult to back, hold them back. Get your ass kicked every game and have mm. fun with us. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not it's not fun. And then when every team like disappears itself, they're like oh we put in Division Two now. Okay. I mean, right. yeah. So I I hope I hope the teams in some years maybe one or two comes back again like Aislev, Kalsam maybe I don't know stuff and stop. Kalsam Kalsam should make a comeback. It, it it would be really fun to see even if it's they play seven seven man football or nine. <coughs> it would be fun to see uh, South get big again. Like you should start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. But let's. Uh... Continue. Pivot back. We were in Division One North. Uh, Kolskiuga, congrats to them. They win their opener, thirty-nine to zero. Very much look forward to seeing what they will do going forward in this series. The other game in the North, and AAK beat the North Shopping Panthers, fifty-two to zero. That's an and, example of what we're talking about. Yeah. So North Shopping. <laughs> This season, it doesn't look like they belong in this series, unfortunately. But yeah, and the Panthers were just up from Division Two, right? No, they were in Division One last year as okay. well, and they went they went zero and they went zero and six last yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, okay, but they, yeah. I think a few of their games, at least, was a bit competitive. But yeah. They lost every game, and now going into this season, it seems like their team has taken like half a step back, and everyone else coming up, I mean, <clears throat> they're pretty good teams. So like, <clears throat> they're gonna have a tough time the entire the entire season. Yeah, we just hope that nobody quits. Yeah, that's always the thing. Yeah, and Holland had a bye week, right? Yeah. Since there are five teams in the series, someone has to has to have a bye every week. Yeah, should we go <clears throat> over to the South? Yes, Division One South. Let's start on Saturday. The Yota Boy Marvels played at home against the Limham Griffins. And what pretty shockingly for uh, most people <clears throat> knowledgeable of what's been going on in the series the marvels won they beat yeah. limham 20 to 9 yeah it was it was i watched uh i, I missed the first quarter but i mean in in halftime it was 0 2 to limham it was it was a defense game like really really hard defense game uh i mean i i i the first uh Two quarters I watched, uh, the second and the third. I, I think Limam had the game in their hands. If you ask me, it looked like, oh, Limam is going to take this. But then, then uh, Göteborg smashed back in the, se- in the, in the fourth quarter. How, how, what was the score? 30-something, right? No, no, 29. Or yeah, 29. 20 to 9. Yeah. So, I mean... what? Did anything happen to Limham towards the end? Did they have any injuries or did something look off? Uh, 
I didn't really see if they had any injuries. I I, I think there was a couple of players who had some minor injuries. Uh, the medic ran out sometimes, but I didn't see any big injuries. But I I feel like I just feel like uh, Limham lost lost their momentum on the offense, and it was like. 12-9 or something, and Limam had the, bo- uh, the ball, and it was like one minute left or something, or even less, and then the pick-six ha- pick happened. Uh, they were they, they were on the uh, Marvels, I think 30 or 35, so they were pretty close to field goal range and everything, and then they do a swing pass to the running back, and and uh, their number two uh, got to, uh, in Marvels. Uh, oh, that's, I think that's their safety. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tobias, I think Tobias, his name. Yeah, Tobias, yeah. I've played with him one time, <laughs> a long time ago. I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think he remembers me, but, uh, but, yeah, that was unfortunate. Really, really, it was a really good game, but <clears throat> I think the score don't tell. I mean, if you say twenty to nine, it feels like uh, Marvels had the game, but they made a pick six in the last thirty-five seconds, so. I got an anonymous quote from a player in Limham. He said they had the game but did not execute. Yeah, exactly. And they that, had a that, lot of that, flags. That's how I felt. It's also when I watched. So, so <clears throat> what you're saying is this was uh, this was a game that slipped out of uh, Limham's fingers, essentially. That's how I feel it. Yeah. So technically, Limham lost the game. Gothenburg didn't win the game. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, I mean, Marvels, Marvels played super good defense. I mean, really, really good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy they didn't show up against us. <laughs> they played. <laughs> no, they played. I'm kidding. They played good. It was fun to watch both defense. It's always fun for me to see a defense play good. Um, it was a fun game, even though the score wasn't as uh, Limham wanted. Well. Uh... Congrats to the Marvels. Great yeah. great win for them. And makes it much more fun for the yeah. series as a whole. Because now, <clears throat> Limham was the last team to stay undefeated. And now they got their first loss. And that means that every team in Division One South has at least one win. And every team has at least one loss. <clears throat> Crazy. Yeah, I don't know how. Like... Sorry, Ista is the only team that shouldn't have a loss on their record. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, yeah. the game you guys lost, Thank it was you. kind of a terrible coincidence for you. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I, I don't even want to talk. That's that's what I think that was the first game in my career. I was super mad about the loss. I was like, I have never been so mad about the loss in my life, I think. I I feel like the defense played. Uh, we had a really good game, and uh, I don't want to shoot our offense, but I don't. I know they know they didn't play the perfect game against. Uh, more, uh, I mean uh, Helsingborg. So, but uh, it was a rough loss. But I mean, it's happened. So now we need to win over every other team. So. But yeah, this uh, <laughs> this series is very exciting, and uh, well, I. It, it's still anyone's anyone's uh, series to win here. I mean, it's super close. Every everyone has one or two wins. Everyone has one or two losses. Uh, and a tease. There's even a tie in there, which we'll get to very soon. Aye, aye, aye. 
And this is a super close series, and I think it's going to come down to the wire. It's going to be the last few weeks. The last few weeks of the season, the last two weeks, I believe, will determine yeah. the, the playoff teams. So today, Sunday, our Predators played against the Easter Rockets. <sighs> So it's not the first time we see Philip today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. And uh, this game was a very close back and forth affair. The Predators opened the scoring with a deep touchdown strike, moved to 6 nothing. The Rockets answer 6-6. Six six. The Rockets then proceed to take the lead before half. They hit their extra point, moved to 13-6. to six. And then I believe the Predators tie the game up to 13-13. Ista, they once again take the lead late in the game, 22-13. And even later in the game, the Predators tie it to 20-20. And then the last two drives, no one scores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and on the show here, we have the defensive player of the week with two no. interceptions. No, no. <laughs> it, was a, it, was a, it was a good game for me. How does it feel to be great, Philip? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know. They were like they were good interceptions, actually. I, I'm just better. I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I, I, I think I don't know what's what happened really, but the picks. I think at least the first pick, uh, Jakob, your quarterback. He, he. I don't know if he read or something. He just. I just saw his eyes. He looked at uh, Elliot and he throwed it. So I I just I just read his eyes and he just I just yeah really I don't know if told it outplayed but I, I I read him good and I I got the clean interception I think uh, and then the second one uh, he I, I don't know he just I think he throwed behind Elliot or something I just got it, I, I I didn't even move I just got it in my pocket if you say so so. You were there with two hands. Yeah, I was just standing there. Thank you. <laughs> so, but I don't know really what happened. I, uh, but I think uh, I think uh, I was thinking like, oh, this is now it's the end of Jakob because I think uh, usually I've seen him when he does interceptions, he he just lose his com- uh, his like he doesn't really feel comfortable anymore, and he. But I think he stepped up and he showed how good he is today. Yeah, he had two, two two throwing touchdowns and one running at the end. Yeah, he was impressive, even though his the start wasn't the best for him. He's like a diesel engine; it takes a while, but he comes. <laughs> when he's on, he's on. Yeah, no, uh, he played really good. I, I'm impressed about how he took it uh, and didn't like put his head down. Yeah, he he made he made uh, quite a few mistakes early, but really turned it around late and he had some really good moments in this game. Yeah. Including scoring the game time touchdown. Uh, uh, Listen, the most (sighs) annoying thing in players, it's when it's a nice guy. Like your running back. Yeah, team, yeah. He's a big, like he's the national team starting running back. And I'm an average, below average bench warmer and a division one team. (laughs) So I will take my chance and talk some smack, of course. So every time I hit him, I tell him, yeah, welcome to Division 1, man. 
I didn't. I don't even think he rec uh, heard you because he didn't say anything about it. But he's no, he's really good at yeah, focusing. Yeah. He thought I was like really welcoming him, and he was so nice. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Thank you very much. Nice hit. Then I yeah. stopped. It wasn't even worth hey, it. Shout out to Timmy, man. He he yeah. he played a really good game, and he. Uh, <laughs> He's like the nicest guy on the field, so yeah. it, it, it was fun fun to be out there uh, against him. He's a really he's like working a slingshot. Horse. Yeah, when he gets going. He like he's hard to tackle. I mean, he's he's impressive. I mean, he's he's my when I was younger when I started to play football, he was my idol. So it's it's really fun for me to play with him. This is the first time I play with him. Uh, so it's really nice to play with your idol, my old idol. It's really nice. Um, I mean, from from the start, from a, from a, for the first five years or something, I watched every senior team. Uh, so and I played running back then. So I, I he was my idol. It's really fun to see him now. He's still he's still like motivated and he's he's a ho real real working horse. Uh, I've never seen any player fight as hard as he does. It's crazy. Yeah, cause. Like he got hit a lot. Yeah, he he's mm. just amazing. I I mean he he gets hurt. He's not he's not Superman, but yeah, he's not super. <laughs> but he he just he comes out like can't breathe and then take water and what runs out again to to next place. I mean, he. I yeah. fell down knee first on his liver. Yeah. <laughs> And he came back in two plays later. Like, man, come on. He, <laughs> come on. he, he couldn't really breathe. Uh, he came out and like... Uh, 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 but like you said, two plays later, he comes in and he dominates again. He's, uh, he's crazy. To explain, I mean, some, uh, some uh, offensive uh, linemen pushed me in the back, so I fell knee first onto his chest. Yeah, I, I uh, wasn't uh, uh, Yeah, that, that, that was probably just a, a happenstance. But yeah. our defense overall is... Is really tough and they hit hard. So like yeah. Timmy just kept taking hit after hit, but he kept going and he kept getting yardage. Like I'm concussed. Like I'm yeah. I truly have a concussion today. Hey, I think it's good for our team to have a player like him and even Marcus, even though Marcus is a little bit over all over the place. But those two, they like hype up the team. Like when Timmy Timmy runs over a player or runs for 10, 15 yards. For me, at least, it hypes me up really good. And like, oh, if if he does this, I'm gonna do my my part my part even better. You know, it's it's motivates the team. I think at least your for guys, me. Uh, Marcus, the two tall returner. <clears throat> God damn, he hits hard. <laughs> yeah, he he lives for the hitting hard. Like when you hear the tackle from the other sideline, you know it's bad. <laughs> I even smacked me today. I was holding the edge, <laughs> holding the edge. I can see Marcus coming behind the. I think it was your running back, uh, Stenson or something, uh, running against me. I was like, oh no! I was took the and he hit me in the head super hard, and my my contact lenses almost fell out. <laughs> he, he hit me so hard, so my eyes look blue. <laughs> uh, he it did it more than up. once. He tackled his own player when his own player had. I mean, like, I mean, it's fine. It's fine, but he smacked me. I, I mean, I think I, I got all the pain from the hit. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a wake-up call. Like that. All in all, it's a fun game. I yeah. talked some trash to you, Philip. It yeah. was fun. I tried recruiting you to our team. 
<laughs> I, I missed that. I heard uh, somebody talked about it. Like fourth quarter, <laughs> they're leading by one touchdown. I'm telling me, yeah, Philip, why didn't you switch here? We will give you a receiver <laughs> spot. <laughs> fourth quarter. Uh, telling me, no, I'm too old now. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. I swear, I take football seriously. <laughs> 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 no, all in all, it was a fun game. Besides yeah. all the concussion I had, <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, the the game in and of itself was fun, but I'm really, really pissed off that nobody won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How hard I, is it to apply it overtime? <clears throat> I, I mean, if I if I'm gonna be real for my for my sake at least, if we played overtime, I think we would have lost, or at least me. I I was gassed. My my legs, I couldn't, I couldn't really Brother, move my legs. I was wishing for the office to like kill the clock, or not. I couldn't go in. I was not <laughs> going in anymore. Oh, hey, I, I felt like I had a, a bit of energy. If, you did not if have to handle been... that running back. That's so, why. I, I think I could have handled. What what did you just say aside? You did not have to tackle that running back the whole game. <laughs> Hardly. I mean. Uh... Did you tackle at uh, this game outside? Or yeah, I had a couple tackles. Uh, nice, nice. I saw a Limham game. <laughs> hey, I had, listen, I had some cut blocks that game. One random face mask. Yeah, and some uh, missed opportunities. Yeah, I missed a sack. Or two. But, but yeah, speaking of Limham, you guys are actually going to go play them uh, next Saturday on... Uh, May four, May fourteenth. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts going into next week against Lemon? I think this is the only time we're going to have an Easter player with us, so uh, could be good to get your perspective going into next week. I, I, I feel like it's going to be like as hard as today, or even maybe a little harder. I don't know because they lost now. They lost this week with uh, against the Marvels. So I think we're gonna get the punch from that, uh, and now they play at home, right? Yeah, we play. Yes. They play. Yeah, and I think the players gonna be really hyped up. And I know when you play in Limham, they are always like super hyped up, like extra hyped up. And uh, I mean, they have their good O line, uh, and they have fast receivers. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a really tough game. I hope. I hope we can get into the quarterback's brain. Like uh, Marvel still at the end, uh, yeah, play hard. Yeah, I think he's 18 or something. Uh, I hope I hope we can. Uh, I mean, we, we. I mean, whatever team we played against, we're gonna play against, we're gonna give them a real fight. I feel like this year, uh, <clears throat> we have our weakness and our strength, but we. Th- I think our biggest strength is we don't really give up. We give all. Um, I mean, the, we have big Mitch match, Mitch matches against uh, Limham, uh, same as against you. I mean, all your receivers are faster than me, but we, I need to play smarter. The same is going to be against uh, Limham. Play smart, play hard, and uh, take up your head and watch what's happening in the game. I think. The, don't, don't let Strobel hit you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. I played with him and against him. So hey, I played he, with him in, in U19. I, 
And he has a chrome visor. He's allowed <clears throat> for some reason. Yeah, he... Oh, I didn't see. I didn't see. He's more scary. Yeah, I, I played it against him in practice and stuff when when I was playing with Limham. He 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 plays super hard even at the practice. It it's hard to <laughs> walk. It's it's practice like all American. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can take off the helmet and run into a wall. It's the same thing. <laughs> hey, aside, 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 should we try to get ourselves to uh, Malmo on Saturday to watch Limham and Easter? We could try actually. <clears throat> Do it. We count as press because of the podcast, so we can be on the field. <laughs> well, no, we can't. <clears throat> oh, it's gonna, it's gonna be a really fun game. I, I feel like I, I would need, uh, I think the team also because we have little small injuries in players. I hope they fix it to the game, but it would be nice with the bye week to fix all the injuries. Uh, but do you, have, do you have a bye week after uh, Limham? Yeah, yeah, we have. Okay, so, so it's one more tough game to get through. Then you then you guys can rest up. Yeah, so it's just bite bite hard now. Play with the little small injuries we have and do as good as we can. Hope we win. I think we can win. I don't. I, I like I say. I, I think we're gonna give every team a really good fight, and we have uh, right now. Uh, even though we should have won the first game, <clears throat> but Listen, yeah. Like props to Easter. You guys are tough. Like every player on the field is tough. Mm. Yeah, like it can be team. Uh. Like everybody's tough. <laughs> Head down. <laughs> we play. We play. We have a get back some old players, so it's it's good to fill up everywhere. Like even your quarterbacks <clears throat> likes getting hit. Yeah. <clears throat> it's uh. I mean, I th- I think I think our offense played okay today. I but like you say, we play super hard. Everybody gives everything. Even though, even though we have our lows, that's our really low. I feel like right now our highs are like when we are at our best, we can play against you and Limham, I think, and play even. And then when we play our lowest, um, Helsingborg win over us. It's like I, I mean, uh, yeah. I missed that game. I wish I watched it. What game? The Helsingborg. Helsingborg Easter. Nah. We, we were we we were up in uh, Gothenburg. <clears throat> yeah. Getting, getting ready to play the Marvels. I caught just a brief moments of that game uh, early in it, but yeah, it was this game, but... this this series is just so exciting. And uh, I don't well, know. we we we've got Helsingborg uh, coming to visit us aside. So Friday. on Friday night, we're having Friday night lights uh, at the arena in Kipansta. That should oh, be yeah. fun. They asked me to ref that game, but I can't. I think it starts seven or six or something. Seven. Yeah, I, I, my work is like ends five or something, so it's really it takes like two hours to get up to Krufansta, so it's a little bit tight. Uh. <laughs> so I, 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 I would have helped because I know we have so big problem with the refs this year, but uh, it's it's impossible for me to. The time doesn't really work with me. No, fortunately. <clears throat> yeah. But, I mean, it, it could be a nice game. I I mean, they have some good players, but I, I feel like you would going to roll over them, not going to trash talk them too much. You, you we... are, actually, trash talking on this show does not lead <clears throat> to any trouble. <clears throat> no, exactly. <laughs> no, but, I, I, but... 
fun, fun, fun team, but I feel I feel like you uh, gonna win, and I think pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we have a relatively health, healthy team still, despite the <clears throat> tough game today and uh, a Friday night game. Uh, the first game we actually get to play at our re- real arena. Yeah, it, 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 it we're yeah. we're gonna be hyped up going into that game, and especially after the draw. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no one wants the tie game. One, no one wants more tie games. So let's make sure we win by a lot instead. <laughs> let's put a fifty bomb on them. <laughs> Hey, you're, now you're setting very high expectations. That's the fun part. No team is winning by 50 points. <clears throat> nope, not yet. No. Not yet. And with that, we'd uh, like to thank you, Philip, for joining us. It's It's been fun having you on. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. It was really fun. And to all the people listening out there, please go follow us on Instagram. We're at Gridirons of Europe. Follow our Twitter account. We're at Gridirons Europe. If you would like to, you can send us an email to gridironsofeurope at gmail.com. You can find us on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.